You know that sound. It's time for the Picker Boys podcast with your host, Reggie Staggers and Peppy Pascalitis. What's up, Pickleball Nation? Woo-hoo. I'm Reggie Staggers along with my partner, Pepe Pascalitis. And this is the Pickle Boys podcast where we enlighten, inform, educate, and entertain our listeners about the game of pickleball. And how do we do that? By bringing on guests and having tips for the day. And Reggie, what is that tip for the day? The tip for the day is serve is the word. Serve is the word. Tell me about it. Let's say that you've been struggling with your serve. The game is tight and you serve the ball and it goes into the net or goes out of bounds. And you have to give the ball back to the other side. And now you have to try and stop them so that you can try and win that game. That is the most frustrating thing for somebody who's been playing pickleball for a while. So what do we do, Pepe, when we want to get better at our serve? Reggie, how long does it take somebody to realize that the serve is the most important hit of the game? If you don't get the serve in, you just gave up a point. So it is important. I think more important than probably any other hit you do. Every hit's important. Make every shot count. But the serve's got to be in. It's got to be over the net. And how hard is that to do? Well, practice, drill it before you get on the court. Go out there and hit a couple balls and make sure your serve is accurate and in it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be perfect but as long as it gets over the net i'm happy how about you reg i feel the same way peppy so if you're meeting up with some folks try and get there a little bit early take out some balls and just start working on your serve and that folks is your tip for the day now peppy who do we have as our special guest today Reggie, I am so excited today to have a very special guest. This guy traveled up and down the East Coast, is known throughout the area, has participated in the past five years in countless tournaments and has brought home 50 plus medals. This is like the ambassador of pickleball for this area and an outstanding, humble player who you can learn so much from watching him going to his clinics. He is endorsed by one of the major manufacturers, Onyx, and here he comes. This guy is incredible. He is the man, Paul Colbert Jr. All right. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we got the man himself, Paul Colbert Jr. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few moments with the Pickle Boys podcast. What's up, Pickleball Nation? This is Reggie Staggers, one half of the Pickle Boys podcast with a must-have for pickleballers. It's a digital newsletter called Pickleball Plus, and it's put out by a very own ambassador to pickleball, Sherry Sternberg. This digital newsletter is chock full of information about the game of pickleball, upcoming tournaments, health and safety tips, and a lot more. And it's free. All you have to do is send an email saying you'd like to receive this newsletter to pickleballplus at aol.com. That's pickleballplus at aol.com. Tell them the Pickle Boys sent you. Welcome back to the Pickle Boys podcast. Back to your host. Welcome back to the Pickle Boys. You know that sound. We are so excited today. We have a special guest, the man, Paul Colbert. You all know him. Welcome, Paul. 
Thanks for having me. Hey, Paul, we don't even have to talk about your reputation, how much you travel, how dedicated you are to this game, but we are going to touch on some of those things. But tell me, if you could, where did you develop? Where did you start in this game? How long ago? How have you gotten so adept and so fearsome? Well, it starts five years exactly now. Uh, got in a military buddy, invited me to come over to one of his local gyms, and he knew that I played tennis for the Air Force. So he said I could probably pick up on this game of pickleball. I was like, pickle who? <laughs> you know, and uh, got in there, met one of the true ambassadors in Maryland, Mr. Lee Richardson. And uh, I mean, he put some things out in front of me, gave me like a 30-minute crash course, and he said, that's it. You're, you're going to do it. Um, got involved with the buoy ladder. And that was a good challenge for me, playing in the buoy ladder. And the rest was history. Once I got, you know, started with tournaments, that competitive juices came back from tennis, which I had to stop after five knee operations. But this really picked up that competitive juices back again. And I just love the sport and I love giving back to it. Your ability to play, it came from somewhere. And even with all those knee operations, you still go out there and pulverize your opponents. We you know, amazed at how quick you are, how you have learned this game. And it seems to me that there's a progression in pickleball and it's a lot of physical. You have to be very quick, but you also have to think and change how you play the game to start thinking about where to play the game. And tell us about how that has happened to you. How did you realize it? Um, Basically, it's derived from the tennis game that I played through high school and, as I mentioned, college and the military. So a lot of those skills are just transferable. That's why you see a lot of tennis players now coming over to pickleball. Uh, They understand the high hand-eye coordination, so that's there already. Um, And that's what, uh, you know, I found it to be. I just had to learn the game. You know, it's, it's a shorter game of tennis, but it's not as much swinging when it comes to tennis, you know, I just saw watching YouTube, because that's what I was advised to do when I first started, watch YouTube. And I learned a lot watching the pros back then, five years ago, of a control game. What I saw in the rec game was a whole lot of banging, fast hitting, you know, no decisions, reactionary pickleball. But I was seeing the opposite on YouTube. And that's how I patterned my game. I I'll say it with all, you know, the folks that I help is placement over, you know, when you, when you look at it, over power. And that's a big deal. And that's how I patterned my game. And you, you hit it right on the head when you said mental. This actually becomes a mental game. And at our level, you know, at the higher level, everyone can hit the ball. That's what I was told in tennis. Everyone can hit the ball at this level, but is everyone thinking? So a big part of that game is the thought process. So, Paul, I just noticed just how tremendous you are as far as you kind of bring a certain style to it that I just love watching. And for five years, how has the game changed? Because right now, it just seems like it's very popular. A lot of people are playing. But how did it change in that five-year period to where it now it just seems like it is, has exploded? Uh, one of the big things, like I said, th- these tennis players that's coming over, they're bringing more angles into the game. Uh, the stronger volleys is coming. It's, it's not a just pity-pat game anymore. Uh, you just can't win the game at the higher level, just pity batting the ball back and forth. You've got to hit angles. You've got to keep your opponents back deep. And those are things you have to practice on. Just getting out playing the game, that's what I used to see a lot, like you say, back when I started, people just playing. But now you see people drilling in this game more, more, and more to take their game to the next level. That's what I've seen, more drilling to become better in the game. 
drilling keyword. And I just want to quote a wise man who I just heard the other day say, you want to get good at this game, drill three times, play one time. Would you say that's a fair average? Should you be out there drilling that much? Easily. Our number one guy who's from this area, Ben Jones, you know, he, he mentions, I play when I play tournaments. Anything else, I'm drilling. And if he's number one in the world, <laughs> that's what he says. And now you see a lot of people duplicating his whole makeup, more drilling versus playing. Tell us about your challenges and, and your growth as far as helping the local community. The uh, Prince George's, uh, a, lot of, a lot of women in this area have gotten so good thanks to you. And, and I think that's a lot of your philosophy is when you work with them, you're, you're drilling. Tell us, tell us how that's worked out for you. I guess the best compliments is, like yourself, you're speaking about it and people coming to me saying, wow, you must be working with so-and-so, you know, because they see the difference in their game. Right here in the PG Pickleball Club, I see the growth of people, the maturity of them. And it's one of the biggest things I'll attribute it to is that they're slowing the game down. They're not so much in a rush. Uh, the big word with the P, patience. You have to learn to be patient in this game because every ball is not a taggable ball. Every ball is not a bang, bang, put away ball. All right. We want to thank Paul Colbert for coming on the Pickle Boys podcast. Paul is great. I'm sure our listeners have gained a lot from listening to you. Wouldn't you say so, Pep? Paul touched on so many mental factors. And again, that's everybody's going to go through that progress to that phase you might be a good banger now you will be a good mental mm -hmm. player if you listen to paul and play with him and and listen to his advice that's key so thanks again paul for coming on our podcast again thanks for having me and look forward to the next time don't go anywhere we'll be back in a few moments with the pickle boys podcast Hey, Pickleball Nation. From time to time, we on the Pickle Boys podcast want to acknowledge individuals who go above and beyond the call of duty in service to the community. One such person is Miss Valinda Mays Carter, known to many as Miss V. She has been a tour de force in bringing vitality and togetherness by introducing pickleball to her community. One such example of this is when she put together the first ever pickleball tournament in the city of Chevrolet that brought in thousands of dollars of scholarships for a number of teens. This action, along with many others, has won her the Volunteer of the Year Award that was presented to her by the mayor of Chevrolet. So on behalf of the Pickle Boys podcast, we would like to send a big shout out to Ms. Belinda Mays Carter. Welcome back to the Pickle Boys podcast. Back to your host. All right, folks, we're back with our closing thoughts. Hey, Peppy, wasn't that a tremendous interview with Paul? I got to tell you, Reggie, I think that was the best one we've done. That was such an informative podcast and I learned so much today. Oh, wow, man. We got to have Paul back on again. When you say? I'd say he is invited back as soon as we can get him back in. The pickleball phenomenon has changed the world. We're going to have to talk about how it's changed neighborhoods and just phenomenal. Yep. So this is a wrap. And we appreciate all our listeners out there tuning into our podcast. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening to the Pickle Boys podcast. I'm your announcer, Christ Style. The Pickle Boys podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts.